You're recording right now. Okay. Welcome to the Big Al Show. I'm Pee Pee Poo Pants. I'm shitting and pissing my way across Saskatchewan in a big truck hauling trailers right now. Listening to the Big Al Show right along with you. So enjoy from your newest member of the old boys club from one to the other, the Big Al Show. Oh, dirty. Thanks for that. What a great intro. Just tugs on the heartstrings, you know? Oh. Just hits it hits you right in the feels, you know? Wait, was that was that another voice? Jardy hopped in. We appreciate him, but he actually more excitedly, way more fun. We have a live podcast guest. Who could it be? Oh my god! Probably the first time ever in VHL history, I right? Mean, sure. I mean, like, unless, uh, like we said, unless it was someone like you recruited, like a friend or like a sibling. I mean, first time like two random VHL members got together for a podcast in person. Yeah. Wait. Wait. This is juice. Oh my god! Yeah, I should probably say this juice. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and Alan Hungry now. Big Al coming at you live from Budapest, yes. where uh, everybody drinks all of the time. Yes. So give us a big egg shake, drink. Yes. Cheers, everybody. You broke the rules. Uh-huh. Egeshegedre is the Hungarian version of cheers, yeah. and you have to, absolutely must, or you are insulting my mother to make <laughs> eye contact. Okay, but I don't, I don't always make eye contact, because usually I'm it's too fine. drunk. To, I'm, usually, I'm usually too drunk to make eye contact at some point. You're also very rude to people's mothers. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we don't say that on a podcast, but behind the scenes, you know, uh, you never know. So, Egeshegedre to everybody out Egeshegedre. there. Don't drink and drive, but if you're at home. Crack one open and uh, come along for the ride. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you listen to a podcast, when's the better time to just have a drink? You know, definitely with that intro as well. I mean, that kind of makes you want to drink with that. Uh, but not too much because you will pee pee poo pants. <laughs> <laughs> with enough alcohol, yes, anything's possible. Uh, every name comes from somewhere. I'm sure Jardy has a story or 17. Yeah, that is probably one of the most interesting uh, VHL uh, player names I think I've ever seen. And it's uh, quite fascinating, to be honest. And I, I'd love to hear the story if that's just off the cuff or, yeah, I really want to hear more behind that. You're, I'm new, you're newer. Do you know the legend of Jardy? I mean, I know Jardy. I know Jardy's a legend in his own right, but not oh. really behind it. Did he well, pee pants I, his way again, to legend status? Because <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's bad. I wasn't around during this time, so prefacing everything with that, that it's second or third hand, but we are unbelievably privileged to have Sims every single day. Oh, yeah, okay, you've told me and, about this, but please do tell the audience about the legend of Jardy Simming. Yeah, this. when people are saying we need to Sims at 6 p.m. Eastern every single day, the old boys club comes out and goes, back in my day, <laughs> we had one Simmer. He was a piss tank from Saskatchewan, and we didn't get Sims from Thursday to Monday because Jardy would go dark for five-day benders mm-hmm. on the right. And I remember last season, like in the VHLM, like we'd have like, you know, a couple double sims and stuff like that. And I, I seen the GM chats being like, oh, we don't, we just don't get them consistently. I couldn't imagine having the quadruple sims. <laughs> and like, you see some of the sim names, it's like, oh, game 50 to game like 150. Can you imagine seeing like game one to game 400, like out of nowhere? Game second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, okay. For us in Budapest, like for me, like it'd be like midnight all the way to 1 a.m. sometimes when we get the Sims. Mm-hmm. Like I'm usually at your house drinking and then I come home and the Sims still aren't out yet. And then I fall asleep, wake up 6 a.m. Sims are out. Great. But sometimes I- we get Sims at the bar and we celebrate. Oh, our- yeah. We, we celebrate. Uh, we, oh, 
It was when we were out at the bar and then we both had five point nights. I'm like, yes. oh my God, we did it. Our oh, individual so success is directly proportional to how much alcohol we have in our systems at the time of the Sims. Yes. And the thing is too, is like we haven't gone out drinking too often as of late this past week mm-hmm. due to you having to do <coughs> work, uh, if you could call it that. But literally every single time we go out drinking, it is just... Big Sims. Is this is this SCHS saying that we need to just drink more? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Simon. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I just uh, whenever like I see the Sims, yeah, I hop on my computer and I you know I go through the DC games and I just open up into each tab like all the games and I see the stats. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't imagine being like, okay, I need to open up twelve games because then we missed so many Sims. Okay, yeah. How drunk would we have to get to get twenty points in a Sim? Oh, I mean, you haven't you haven't had too much uh, Hungarian alcohol yet, so I mean, you know, you know, I do have that. Uh, the the hum- national drink here is called Palinka, yeah. And my experience with it is that it's <laughs> it's Hungarian moonshine. Um, it, it, that's giving it like a little bit too much credit. It is like you say bathtub alcohol. I, so. Yeah, I call it bathtub Palinka. I drank it out of a bottle at a bar once, and everybody said this isn't real. This isn't authentic. The mm-hmm. good stuff is made by your grandma at home and smells oh. like diesel. And oh. the sketchier the container that holds it, the more authentic it is. Oh yeah, I've literally gotten it in like plastic bottles, which have been like crinkled up. The 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 tag ripping off, ripped off the bottle, so it literally just looks like someone found it on the side of the street and um, uh, a la Jardy pee pee poo pooed into it. And you're just looking at it like this doesn't look right. And then you drink it, you're like. This is amazing in the worst way possible because then you really do pee pee poo poo yourself at the end of the night because it is hardcore. I'm I'm talking like fifty percent alcohol percentage and like yeah it it kicks your ass like it's it's intense. I don't know if I can. I'm looking at you if I can tell any stories about where you end up after Palinka nights. But... I mean I haven't told the stories in the VHL, but I mean since it's since it's a special occasion, I mean I can hey, tell. shake a drink. Yeah. So my fir- my first year here. Um, I celebrated a work get together with my friends at work. Um, and we decided that, you know what, we're going to go to the bar to celebrate. Um, and let's just say that, uh, I was very, uh, young and naive when I first moved here. And I thought, Hey, I can handle a lot of the shots of this alcohol, uh, cut to me waking up in the hospital the next day <laughs> without any of my clothes being, where am I? And all the doctors and nurses only speak Hungarian. I walked out of the hospital on my own accord somehow walked home from the other side of the city which took me like an hour walk i went to work uh two days later uh and i worked the whole week turned out i had a concussion so i just worked in front of a bright screen computers for eight to ten hours a day for a week uh and i just undiagnosed concussion Mm -hmm. and the doctors here are not as nice as they would be anywhere else and they just told me to sleep it off which is uh i don't know if you know no (laughs) idea of concussion so yeah not the best so as you can tell hungarian alcohol <laughs> I've uh, never woken up in the hospital in a diaper, but I've also never gotten palinkaed. Yes, but uh, both of those go hand in hand. So yes. uh, we'll see later tonight. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a part two of the podcast with uh, you know some video of me <laughs> going oh, to the hospital <laughs> with you in a wheelchair. Like, help this man. <laughs> He's palinkaed out. Yeah. Uh, no. If there's one thing you have to do in Hungary, it's is have this alcohol because ooh, 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 it's 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 both the most fun and also dangerous thing you could drink it's amazing so i think the moral of the story is we have daily sims sick yes yes (laughs) the thing is too is like if we have more daily sims and we just drink all the time do you think we could hit 200 points in a season oh 
Because right now, we're both having like almost career. I mean, I'm having career year, 101 points. You're almost at your career year. I could get five points in this last game. I know. We're recording this at game 71 for DC. I'm at 101. Actually, both of us, Christoph Welch and Groovy Dude, sitting at 101 points. And so that's why we decided we had to record this podcast because, holy crap, triple digits. I know. I just couldn't believe it, too. Because, like, honestly, like, looking at my player, like, I just had a couple. Okay. I like 60 points of the defenseman. You can't ask for much more. 101 points as a defenseman. What, e- what even happened as my player? I just don't even understand. But, I mean, hey, you know. And the best part is, and, and this is a good segue into where we want to go today, is that DC sitting in a playoff position. And I did a huge media spot uh, last season, I think. Um, Groovy Dude was killing it in the first half, flying up the leaderboards, but the team was bad. And once I cooled off, the team started getting good. And so I dove back into the stats, and it turns out that t- my team success is inversely proportional to my individual success. Until this season, because we're season. back in the playoffs. Are we, are we having team success? We're squeaking into the wild card round. We're sitting here look, at 82 points, which again is good enough for third in the European Union or conference, we're, uh, we're in the which NA. is not good, we're but in, we're in the NA. We're in the NA. <laughs> actual good hockey teams. Yeah, the NA conference this year is just a bloodbath between yeah. like the like the top six teams. Though, I mean, if you look at like New York, who I thought they were going to be really good, they're out. They're the they're on the outside looking in, and like I think it just measures up to like how sick the NA conference is this year. But if I mean, if you look at the <laughs> overtime losses, I don't know if you could call us clutch or anti-clutch, but <sighs> we get those loser points, baby. Let's go! It's amazing that DC is in the position that they are. We started off the season. <laughs> I, I can't say hot. I yeah. wanted to say. I mean, lukewarm. I was going to say, I don't know if you can say hot or cold because I think we were like something crazy like 2 0 and 8 because we had so many overtime losses yep. over and over and over again. I was looking at it like, we're getting points, but should we be happy? <laughs> we went over a week without a regulation loss. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we get them points, baby. So I mean, like, you, you can't say Still it's counts. Still counts at the end of the day, but like we're we're have the most overtime losses in the entire league. Groovy dude is here for sixty minutes and not one second more. Yeah, I mean, like it's just it's just shocking though, because if you look at it this way, right, we get the one loser point each. Mm. If, if if we did tried not, really hard and had fun point, yes. not losers. Uh, I'm very sorry. Good. If we didn't, we, if we didn't have the try very hard uh, consolation reward <laughs> of points. Uh, we would be in uh, the last wild card spot, uh, like below Vancouver, because we would be at seventy two points instead of eighty two. True. So I mean, like technically speaking, like we could be like better off that way. But at the same time, we're going up against Calgary, guaranteed. And let's just say we didn't have the most regular season success. We went one win out of five games with them. Okay. So okay. it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it could be a bit rough. I but, would be so happy if we got to play five games against them in the wildcard series. Oh, can you imagine? It's the a best fu- of five. I know, but can you imagine how pumped it would be? Like, just like if we got all the way to five games. Because, like, the thing is, like, I think a lot of people wrote off DC, including Jardy, because I've listened to Jardy's podcast. Oh, especially Jardy. <laughs> Jardy's like, DC, they stink. They suck. <laughs> they stink like your pants. Yeah. Pee pee. <laughs> so, I mean, it'd be so funny if we went all the way to five games and we won. And just be like, yeah, like you know, it, we, we kind of show that like we deserve to be there, but we, so do our ten OTLs. We we deserve to be there, but we're also just really happy. But, to but be this there. is this is us holding back. 
Like, this is us preparing yeah. for the playoffs, though, and being like, look, we can get past the loser point. We can get the actual cool kid winner points, but yeah. we're, we're waiting until it, you know, it counts. It, it really means something. We've been resting. Yeah, exactly. And really, when does the best team ever win? Like, we know Simon. We're, we're playing into his hand. If you're oh, too good is- in the regular season... You get swept in the first round. Right? That, is, that is true. I mean, I can only come from like a VHLM standpoint as a GM, but like I seen like Mississauga in the VHLM just <laughs> be like, oh, okay. I mean, they're, they're bad, but they're not bad. But, but like they had like one of the best seasons I've seen in the VHLM, and then they got out. For, or no, it was Halifax last mm. er, the season that uh, UConn won. Uh, Halifax went out first round, and they were like our top competition. And we we're like wait, that could be a thing? <laughs> then we won. <laughs> it's like, if we went up against Halifax at the end of the whole playoffs, we w- I, I swear we would have been out. Like, I'm talking like, out of all their forwards, out of like their, I think, uh, 10 forwards, they had like eight people out of like max capped. Wow. And then like their defense, almost the exact same, and then a max cap goaltender. And like, we had good players, but I was like, yeah, there's no way we're going to face, like we're going to, we're going to get beat by Halifax with that. Then they got knocked up by the eighth seed, I think, uh, right? by Miami. I was like, yeah, I like this. I, you know, I can get around this. Yeah. I've been saying this for seasons. It's You're listening, D-Lamb and Rory. <laughs> TPE is bad. I don't care that I'm third in the draft class. That's that's not why I'm complaining about it. But you don't want to be too good. So you hear this uh, from the commissioner, folks. Uh, be a clicker is what the commissioner is saying. You know, just be welfare and uh, practice facility, and then you you win cups. Clickers get winners. Yeah, it, it doesn't rhyme. No, no. It, we'll, we'll workshop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they'll be the new tagline for the VHLE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for all the people that are stuck in the VHLE for you know eight seasons. Try hard, but not too hard. Yeah. You'll be <laughs> try <better>. enough. <laughs> VHLE. Enough. (laughs) And we play in D.C. for Mr. 2000 himself, right? N.O. and Ryan Kalistic. Terrible. Was that Eno's player? Yeah. That was Eno's player in the 2000s? Oh, my God. So, you know, he's drilled it into us. Coach, don't try too hard. You don't want to end up with too much TPE. I mean, he does play league. He's kind of like a sadist where he's just like, yeah, just, you know. Punishment. Punishment is pretty much the key thing in uh, for for Eno. But I mean, like, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you haven't played league in forever, probably. I but. last played league with them in my draft year, which was oh. probably a direct let factor just, uh, to. Uh, let me just take a look back of uh, when uh, it's one hundred percent completely why I got drafted first overall because we were playing league together and he trusted me. But uh, see, now yeah. I've learned to hate league, and <laughs> every single time we go through contract negotiations. I sign with the understanding that you will absolutely never ask me to play league again. And um, he agrees. And he agrees. And then I stay in DC. That's funny because my contract negotiation was me going on the forums and seeing a notification like, you got a contract offer by DC. And then I asked, you know, like, did you send me a contract offer? He said, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I signed it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Man, I mean, you need a new agent. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I moved from Canada to Budapest with, like, nothing on my back. Yeah, I'm not the smartest fellow. So. Well, and maybe your agent did a good thing. I know you've been itching to talk about your old team. Okay. But we're talking about playoffs. So you oh, can, okay, playoffs, yeah. You, I mean, okay, so I'm in my fourth season now. Career highs everywhere. Like, 30 goals as a defenseman. Like, one of the only, what, six, seven defensemen in the past ten, ten seasons? We did the math. The, it's yeah. Condor Adrian, yeah, it's okay, Jeff Downey, and it's Christoph Welch. Yeah, Condor, Condor Adrian, okay, before my time, relatively. Cheat code, so I don't think we can yeah. count it. Oh, no, yeah, he hacks. But, but I mean, insane. like, you know, being, like, one of the only few defensemen to hit, goal, like, 30 goals, okay, 
quite an achievement. I mean, you know, Mr. Latang going to win the defenseman Dude. awards. Only 25 goals. So like, whatever. Come on. You're supposed to put the puck in the net, Alex. Yeah. What do you think the blue lens for? You're supposed to snipe it. That's what it's meant for. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like, when I was in Toronto, we only made the playoffs once. I, I went there knowing it was a rebuild. So first season rebuild. Second season, we tried to go all in. Didn't really work out because we got, I think, we didn't get swept. I think we won the first game or two, but then we got swept after that um, out in the first round. And then the third season, yeah, out of the playoffs again. So, like, this is my first taste of the playoffs where I'm, like, I'm having a good, good season. So, it's one of those things where, like, I can actually be kind of excited for the play. Like, my first time in the playoffs, I was, like, what, four? I mean, I know you with the TP, but I was only, like, five, four hundred TP and, like, not a huge amount yeah second second pairing right yeah yeah it was like second pairing i was getting a good amount of time but like i wasn't really good yet mm-hmm. so like it wasn't too much of a surprise that we were out but i mean like you know it was one of those things where it's like okay and like in the playoffs yeah uh one season four points six games not bad but you know nothing to write home about i mean as a defenseman not bad but you know i think this season is gonna be the first season where it's like okay yeah we're in the playoffs like yes. let's go and like yes. one of the last seasons with groovy dude you know before he hits the, right hits the all-time dc point leaderboards oh. and you know retires and then uh gets drafted first overall again or something like that but he's you know. he's right groovy dude is like 30 points off uh benny graves oh. franchise record let's get the exact so, numbers okay. big shout out to stz but uh 20 points oh not even 20 points 19, 19 points off yeah so we've got one game left in the season i'll i'll give it one more season before i pass benny yeah which is actually like i didn't even know so like benny gray is 576 and you're gonna be at 504 at the end of the season exactly one season off like full 72 yes. game season and then you hit his mark and you're only going to be, you know, I mean, okay, you're going to hit five goals and uh, six six points, so. six points this last game to hit your best career year. Yes. But like, it's almost guaranteed you're passing by him. All right. I just, I just like the fact that he's a minus nineteen in his Ooh. career, though. <laughs> right. Welcome to DC. Yeah. Welcome to DC. The land of uh, career years, but also minuses and the plus yeah. minus. Yeah. Not as well. But that's a great feature on the portal that if you haven't checked it out, it's worth doing. Going to your team page and looking at the all-time franchise stats. Um, our one, two, three in DC is legendary. We've got perennial MVP candidate, Benny Graves from the the seventies. We've got groovy dude, number two, mm-hmm. and then Kevin Brooks winner, Guy Lasseur got the most goals in 70 something. Hot damn. Yeah. Yeah. I can even see myself down here over cinnamon block. Let's oh, get it. Oh, in the, the same amount of games. Yeah. I thought cinnamon, like we were talking earlier. I thought cinnamon block was there longer, but no one season, one I, season and his last season. So he's yeah, regressed. Yeah. Super regressed. Okay, I mean, hype me up a little bit. Oh, wow, 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 wow. He, he, he didn't even hit 100 points, 99 points. It's okay. You're going to pass ugh, Alex Latang yeah, next season. Who is that even? I feel oh like my. I need to spit every time I say his <laughs> name, but I'm in your house, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, you know, at least like do it in the sink, not on my carpet or on my couch, you know. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite like Canadian corner gas bit. Every time they say their rival town, the whole everybody in the room just... Yeah, no matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> So I try not to do that. Yeah, good old, good old Canadian sense. stuff, man. You don't, you don't really like. Definitely be here. There's not too much like anywhere near Canadian stuff here. But it, you, it wasn't until I left that I realized all of the media I consume is Canadian, and yeah. so my VPN is earning it. 
nobody's ever heard of my favorite bands like the Tragically Hip or oh, the yeah. Arkells or Alanis Morissette. Okay, but Alanis Morissette is like globally known. She's going to sell out the stadium here and you know it. <laughs> She's coming to Budapest in November and we are going. Oh, like, there's like no if ands or buts we need to go. But the best part is I have cable television here so you can watch Hungarian news and it is... It, like they talk about potatoes when like, <laughs> like literally at one point they talked about like a huge potato when they had all slow news days during COVID. Yeah. And I laughed because I was just like, I know what crumply is in Hungarian and they're just talking about potato. Crumply. I can't believe it. surprised like, me because it's all corn here. I've seen uh, more corn in my life now than ever before. Okay. And, and get this folks, uh, corn on pizza, not a good combo. And I can't believe it is here. I'm a fan. And I've argued this in discord. You're a fan. I, the first time I got it, I got Hawaiian. No, we, we talked about best. it. I thought you hated it. And we were on a good, we're in good. He grew on me because I kept out of my accidentally house. showing up on my food. Get out of my house. I ordered you a pizza and you're going to wait. Did the pizza order you have corn on it? Uh, no, we got oh. the, the, Popeye with yeah. spinach and feta. Oh, God, if I ordered you a yeah, Hawaiian corn on it, I would never forgive you. <laughs> Hawaiian, the yellow isn't only pineapple. Pineapple and corn. Surprise, they, both belong on pizza. They put corn on the Hawaiian pizza? Yes. Dear God, I need out of this country. <laughs> like, that's they don't awful. grow corn in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I don't know why, but it's like, it's here it's corn and, and sour cream. Yeah. Everything, which is nuts. <laughs> like, Remember when we went to the pool? I went to the spa one day and I yeah. saw a buddy pull out like a cooked corn on the cob from his plastic bag lunch bag, I sitting mean, poolside, mowing down on a cob just, of a, corn. That's a smart snacking though. Are you kidding <sighs> me? Oh, right this guy back. planned for this all day. He woke up. He shucked his corn. He <laughs> boiled it. He put it into his backpack, just loosey-goosey, brought it to the pool and stayed Healthy. That's a, true, a vegetable. That's a true Hungarian man right there. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, we talked about the langosh. I mean, can you have like a langosh on the side of a pool? I had a langosh when I was in uh, when I went to traveling to the Balaton the other day mm-hmm. or the other week. I don't know why, but I, it it did the opposite of grow on me. Oh. I just can't eat it anymore. It is just like grease upon grease, and like I just oh, it was so everywhere. langosh. Every country, every culture has their own. We're going to make bread and deep fry it and put stuff on top of it. Yeah. Right? We grew up with beaver tails. Yep. Beaver tails, fun fact, invented in my hometown, the next town over. That's why they call it a Killaloo sunrise because it was made in Killaloo, Ontario. Fun fact. My mom's a nurse and she treated the guy who who invented the beaver tails before. Apparently, he was a real character. Anyways, beaver tails are way better because they're desserts. Langoche are very greasy. It's it's a beaver tail except with sour cream yep. and garlic and cheese. And but the cheese is not even cooked. It's literally just like grated cheese on top of it. Yeah. So it's just like it's sour cream mixed with non cooked cheese in grease, basically. And I made the mistake of get grabbing a fork and knife to eat this <laughs> super sloppy, disgusting mess. Oh no! And got laughed out of the the restaurant. Yeah, you have to eat it with your hands, but at the same time, too, like you like you look like you just put your hands in like a, a barrel of grease afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And like how like what do I do? Like you wipe it in napkins and it's not enough. You wash your hands. And I'm not ever... licking my fingers. It's not finger licking good. Oh no no no! This is this isn't KFC level. This is like. 
oh, it's just, it, I don't know. I, I had it again after a long time and I hated it. I was, I felt sick afterwards. I was at the beach eating this and I was just Aww. like in the sun in like plus 40 heat. And I'm like, I just want to die. Which is where they say you have to. They say eating langosh in the city is a, a, a travesty. It's only a beach food and which is better sea sun. Which is ridiculous because like, why would you want to just be out in heat when you have grease all over you and in your stomach? Mm, hot sour cream. Mm, sun puking, and dairy. Puking all over the beach mm, uh, yummy uh, yes yeah, so you want to hear al's reaction to the one of the first canadian things true canadian things he'll see in a while oh no where is he going he's standing up he's walking into the fridge this is a real life surprise folks maple syrup yes that's real. the stuff i get at home too right president's there. choice 100 percent. yes second like it's as good as buying it from your friend's farm oh, because yeah. it's a product of quebec it is legit. Thank you, Loblaws. Even Americans don't know President's Choice, oh, which no. is wild because they have a president and we don't. Yep. Oh, it's got the pop top. Yeah, I was going to say, if, oh. you, if you see the pop top, you know it's legit. Oh. That, that's when you know it's legit. He's going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bought some bread from the store. So, I mean, you know, if you ever want to just have bread with, you know, I mean, the, the, the thing is, like, when you eat maple syrup, I think it, you have to have it with pancakes or waffles. I don't see any other situation. I, I put it in a smoothie, right? You can put in honey to sweeten things up, but I prefer maple syrup. Okay, yeah, yeah I mean it's a good. I'm it's also a good honey. Healthy. I was gonna say it's a good honey uh, substitute, but I don't think I'd ever put it in a smoothie. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You, I mean, uh, it's it's okay, but I mean I don't think I'd want to eat maple syrup with fruits. <laughs> like, but it'd be a bit odd. But like, you've also eaten langosh for lunch, so I understand your diet. Yeah, my diet is very. Like my diet is literally just like okay what am i going to order in today because i can't cook yeah. worth anything so. we're having beer for supper oh i've yeah we're already two beers deep oh, no, so. no no but we had a blueberry beer healthy oh uh, yeah healthy. True, true, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. Uh, instead of 500 calories it's like 400 so I mean, with some vitamin c yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. as uh, but you might puke it out later though, so. well you know that's <gasps> oh good the polinka it's all fruit brandies basically so it is technically healthy that's the one thing we didn't say about polinka is it's a technically a fruit brandy is how they market it so uh the one he's showing me has a, a plum pit floating in it yeah uh, i mean yeah it, it looks like a plum pit is it not a plum pit it's definitely not uh me trying to open up the uh the bottle and half the cork falling inside the alcohol oh. no it's definitely oh. not that it was disintegrated and shriveled and soaked up because it's floating in battery acid yeah it's 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 not the, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the most healthy thing, but I mean, it gets the job done. You know, yeah, if you works. want to wake up in the hospital the next day, Hungarian alcohol, that's, that's for you. But you haven't tried the, the other one. Fun fact, I don't want to wake up in the hospital the next day. Oh, you came to the wrong house then. You, you're came not the wrong country. <laughs> yeah. One of the yeah. people at work said, oh, I moved to Hungary, you know, trying to smoke and drink less. And I went, did you do any research about this place? Yeah. That's like when that's all they do. It's like when talking to some of your teachers and they're like, yeah, I don't drink too much. It's like, why'd you come here? Like, this is, this is the absolute worst place to come. If you just wanted to, you know, rebuild your life, uh, as like, you know, a nice, uh, sane Christian that doesn't want to drink or anything like that, where like literally people will like look at you weird if you say you don't drink. 
I hadn't had a drink in like two and a half years and then went, oh shit, I'm moving to Europe. It's July 1st. Better start training. Yeah. First day here, just going to like the little 18 stores, drinking, like getting some beers, going to the bridge near your house. Yeah. That was the perfect welcoming committee. Everyone has a terrible first day in Europe and I had an absolutely (laughs) terrible first day. Um, I I think the best thing is First day, Al's here. I know he's coming. He didn't message me at all. I got scared because his flight was like 2 o'clock. I got off work. It was draft day, and I almost missed my flight yeah. from Frankfurt because yeah. I was playing friggin' marbles with Burb. Because <laughs> Beep showed up, and we all got excited, and I had my headphones on. And yeah. I took my headphones off to hear last call for my plane. Yep. So I had to settle my bill and pack all my shit and left some stuff behind. But <laughs> was the last one in line to get on that flight. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that as well, his flight was supposed to get in at 2 o'clock. I get off work at like six. I look at the time; it's like seven thirty, and I haven't heard from Al. I'm like, oh, he he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Lo- he's lost. He's like probably not even hungry. He probably got lost in like Frankfurt or something Ugh. like that. But no, he finally messaged me with a picture, being like, I made it. I got lost, and him, uh, and it was raining, just drenched in like water, being like, I made it home. <laughs> I was so sad. My mm-hmm. HR guy left me stranded in a foreign country, twenty minutes away from my house, and yeah. said, "Good luck, get home." Which is also hilarious. Fire. Which is also hilarious because I also told him, "I'll meet you at the airport and help you home." And you were like, "No, no, no." Ah, the company's yeah. got me. They're legit. Yeah. My 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 lovely company that got me here. They'll help me get home. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They have not. Yeah, we've had a lot of problems with HR here. They're not good at humaning or resourcing, which uh, is a problem when you're the human resource department. Yeah, when that's your whole job, that's kind of the opposite of what they should do is just drop you off in the middle of the city that you don't know and just be like, good luck. Yeah, uh, yep. his exact words were, if you can't find your way home, you're a lost cause. And holy shit, that was foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I wish he didn't say that. Yeah, cut to the last month of uh, us drinking constantly for the past month and just getting absolutely just wrecked and being like how do we get home <laughs> always made it home always made it home we it take pit- some pit stops we stop at the park yes. we uh, sit on the swings yeah. turns out you can only record for 30 minutes at a time in anchor so um part two unless you have any horribly embarrassing stories you can tell in 40 seconds we're gonna take a little break yeah we'll take a little break and we'll get back to you soon but uh yeah no horrible stories Yes, I'm sure that's uh, after tonight. Uh, I'm gonna feed Al some of this uh, very lovely uh, bathtub um, alcohol, and yeah, then uh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, sure. Well, I'm sure we'll have some stories after today. And after the break, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about VHL suggests. Yeah, right. We yes. haven't gotten there yet. A very um, big topic. So stay tuned. We, I believe it or not, genuinely care about what you think, VHL member. Wait, Despite what you think. You're a commissioner. You're not supposed to care about any of that. Me and my ivory tower looking down at you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by the partnership between the DC Dragons and the Hungarian medical system. The loser point of healthcare. And we're back. Thank you to our sponsors. A big ol'... Egg-a-shag-a dread yes, to everyone Egg-a-shag-a who dread. makes this Looking show Looking each other happen. in the eyes are apparently I'm the worst person on the planet. Ugh. Oh, there's eight eyes just staring into each other right now. Oh, yes. I, the one time that I wear my glasses is when you're over so I can actually like, look at my computer and like read all the all the stuff because I'm the technical guy now. Well, also, we like make notes and plan, and it stresses me the hell out when other people make podcasts and don't. I mean, it is quite – I mean, like if you look at like the other podcasts too, like they look they, they just go in. 
Like they, they maybe have something in mind, but they just go in yeah. and I don't know how they do it. Nope. Like the thing is like, for me, it's like, I need some sort of structure or I just like, like panic attack. Cause I'm like, what do I talk about? <laughs> but no, now you're driving and doing podcasts or when I did the podcast with fishy, that was when she was killing it when they were killing it in the Spartan and fishy show. Yeah. And they were so like confused. What do you mean? We're doing notes. What, <laughs> what, what, we don't do show notes. What do you mean? There's a 10 part introductory section. And then also uh, 30 different topics we need to touch in the next 20 minutes. Well, we can touch on. Yeah. No, they were just used to, to free ball in it. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I think that's also back in the days where like, I mean, I don't see as many, a podcast coming out anymore i mean it's just the you know the three papao there's but, more i mean in in a way but if you look back to like you know christmas time of last mm. year i feel like there's a lot more podcasts coming out and i think at that point you can really just you know free ball it as they would say because you can just go you can just go off because there's so many things going on in the vhl that you can mm-hmm. talk about anytime um i don't know if we we're gonna delve into the blade made and stuff about me but we, we can touch that topic but, i mean we say that we have notes and we chirp people who don't have notes and we yeah. are all over the place oh, I mean, <laughs> to be fair we're all we are also like three beers deep we've just ordered in food and we just decided that okay tonight's the night where we're just going to be drinking a lot so did you just call out blade main are you expecting a review on this podcast oh i mean i'm, I'm definitely expecting a review i'm expecting a one out of ten uh didn't touch on blade main at the start of the podcast uh i mean the good thing is like my microphone isn't cutting out at the the oh. 10 minute mark for the last five minutes of the podcast so the backstory is that she <laughs> made a podcast about reviewing and like personally called out juice because he yeah. made the choice to review one of her graphics yeah graphics yeah, yeah it was it was my fault uh you could say because it was sunday at like 10 p.m our time and i was like oh no i need to get my reviews out and of course the top of the review list was one of blade maiden's graphics so i just popped in did a quick review probably should have maybe rated it a bit higher but it's not I, well appreciated no i mean like, for me like i just don't give out 10 out of 10s because that's a bit right it's just a bit i think it's just a bit cringy if like you know half the time you give out sevens and half the times you give out tens like for me i'm like okay if i really like it then i'll give a review but i do give like my honest critiques and mm-hmm. stuff like that you're not helpful yeah but it's not like i'm a like i know i'm not an artist guy like mm-hmm. i'm not someone who's actually going to give out like the best critiques but i mean you know there are people that will literally give out critiques like not enough color two out of ten so it's just like you know at least i put in some effort but yeah i did not expect to wake up on monday morning to uh you know getting ripped into by blade on and then a like, podcast about how reviewing is oh, garbage I mean, I mean at first it was just a comment saying uh, uh if uh, to quote uh, eat a bag of dicks and i was like oh, oh okay that's nice oh. <laughs> um and then the next day a little radio show for 15 minutes and um cue to also three minutes at the end being just uh, noiseless so a good way to you know extend the time to get more tp i guess uh but yeah it was really a shock but i mean it's been quiet since then so i don't think it's been any more drama since then but it was my first taste of drama which was kind of (laughs) kind of funny to be honest and like she absolutely is the last person i want to start shit with i because yeah i respect you uh the first time she ever tagged me in something was a podcast called the blues finally did something right. <laughs> and so like, I'm, I'm shooting a hundred percent with blade main right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm shooting zero. I think like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm at a, like a bogey level. It's like, well, we average out to a 50, yeah. but reviewing, I think while could be considered broken. And I think this is leading us towards something we're going to talk on next, but I don't hate reviewing. 
I mean, that that was the shocking thing for me, where on her radio radio show that she put out, she really went into depth about, like, you know, the only people that should be reviewing are, you know, people that you know and the people that actually could give constructive criticism that actually know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then she went into, like, the fact that she went to art school. She didn't go full-time, but then she went a bit, and she knows what she's talking about, about color composition and stuff yeah. like this and she stuff does. like that. Whereas for me... I don't delve into art a lot, but it's one of those things where, you know, since I'm not a GM anymore, I need to earn my TPE. Yeah. And some of that TPE earning is through reviewing. Okay. I don't like to review review media spots because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you know, a lot of reading and, you know, I can't really comment too much about, you know, people's writing besides, okay, format error, format erroring, maybe like maybe format it a bit better yeah. you comment about the content you yeah don't review the, the piece exactly yeah. compared to graphics where i'm like okay this is what i like about it what this is what i don't mm-hmm. okay and that's just literally just from like a, just a perspective from me which which matters too yeah, right like I mean, you're like, the average user yeah like if you look at my graphics that i put out they're awful like i i'm so bad but i did tested out a couple of times and i feel like my my last one was a lot better than my first one mm-hmm. but that all came from criticism right so you did take people's reviews and, and of try of course because cool. like that, that's the only way you progress mm-hmm. if you literally just go off of like you know all your friends commenting 10 out of 10 this is amazing and that's it you're never going to get better right and if you all, always find excuses like oh you didn't you're not an art major so you don't know what you're talking about yeah i mean like okay you're gonna like throw off like 99% of people's opinions mm-hmm. and like, okay, maybe it's my bad for randomly reviewing yours. But I mean, like at the end yeah. of the day, it's just a review. It's like, if you don't like it, just brush it off. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can find some criticism from it. But I mean, it was just one of those things where it was like Sunday night. I needed my last TP first graphic I seen. I chose poorly, I guess. So it was my fault, and but you know, <laughs> you can't take it personally because it's not, And at the same time, my, you know, I've always been taught from my mentors is that, you know, kind of what Blade's saying close to um, about accepting feedback. Mm. You only have to accept feedback from people who you respect and people who you think actually have an opinion that can help you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to give you your opinion, right? By putting it out into the public domain, you are literally asking for it, but you should be able to dismiss the rest as, uh, I don't know you. Uh, you're not a good artist. I don't really care what you think. I'm comfortable enough as an artist to know my style, and she is, and makes yeah, that very clear. But yeah, listen to the people you care about. Ignore the ones that you don't. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you fight back is a is a bad look. Oh, I mean, the thing is too is like I'm the type of person where like if you come at me hard out of nowhere i kind of take it up i was like okay i'll i'll kind of continue it up so they're off oh yeah so like for me like the review was really just like a nothing thing Mm -hmm. like okay maybe instead of a six out of ten maybe i could have given you a seven out of ten and then maybe this would have been a nothing thing but i think she looked at it as a six out of ten and it was just like okay gloves are off at that point and then you know the comments about eating dicks which you know Got out of hand yeah. very quickly. Maybe I should take a reviewing of uh, that, and you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should uh, take that up. But for me, it was just one of those things. Like, okay, this is a bit much, right. uh, and definitely with the radio coming out as well. Uh, but I but mean, I like reviewing, yeah. and you know, like you were saying, I'm not an artist. I, tr- I, there was a point, there was a month or two where I tried. I made some cool infographics when I was Miami's AGM. Mm-hmm. I, I got the super student cheap version of Photoshop and dabbled in that, mm-hmm. but 
when I wasn't AGM anymore and I needed that extra two TPE, um, somebody told me like, yeah, review graphics. It's yeah. easy. But by forcing myself to look at them and, you know, not trying not to half-ass things, actually give a meaningful, I like this, I don't like this because I wish you did this, yeah. it trained my eye for six. Exactly. I mean, that that's the whole thing about reviewing anything. It's like, if you just go into it just being like, okay, I like this, I don't like this, and that is it, like, with no substance behind it. Yeah, reviewing is nothing but TPE. But when I actually review, I actually just, I actually, like, look at the graphic, and I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what I truly like about this. This is what I truly don't like about this. And this is what I would change for next time. Mm -hmm. But that's a personal opinion. This is me not saying, like, you're a bad artist. This is just me saying, like, okay, this. But for me, it's it's about me, right? The world revolves around me. My head it has it's so big; it's got a gravitational pull now. I mean, you are the you are the commissioner. Right? I mean, you know, like. <laughs> but I know you're not going to respect my opinion as a graphic artist because I'm not. But yeah. it helps me by forcing me to look at the art with a critical eye. It helps me develop my taste, my understanding of oh, I've seen ten things, and this theme is common in Gorlab, in SDZ, in Frank, in the good ones, and so I know that that is something good that I like, and so I learn what's good in the art, what's bad in the art, because I have no frame of reference. Of before I joined the VHL, I'd never seen a player sig before. <laughs> yeah. You don't go to the art gallery and look at the collection of groovy dude signatures that the, the museum has just put together. Yeah. It was a completely foreign art form yeah. to me. And like, if you have no one reviewing you at all, and you just put out the six, then you will never literally expand your arsenal of sorts. Because mm -hmm. like what are you going to base yourself off of? Oh, no one reviewed. I'm just going to put out almost the exact same type of thing. Maybe it's still the exact same level. Yeah. But if you have someone critique you, like, I really don't like the effects you use. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, then I won't use those effects next time. Maybe I do a different effect. Maybe I look into uh, what effects work for different people. Maybe I go look into different graphic designers on the on VHL and see what you know works for them. Maybe it'll work for me. Mm -hmm. But if you have no one critiquing you, all you have is yourself. And maybe yourself is just not good enough. And maybe there are people like Blade where it's like, okay, where it's like, you know, critiquing is not what you want. You just want praise. Now I know. But the thing is, I think for 99% of people, I think having that critique there, when it is actually thoughtful and it's not just like, you know, just for TP, that's it. Mm -hmm. I think it is helpful. Right. Yes. And it's a bit of a throwback to the, the good old days where we had graders, <laughs> oh, right? Where I you were heard, legitimately marked. Oh, I heard about the graders. And that sounds like such a horrible system, which would be both abused and also just like an awful system overall. But it's also not entirely gone. So, oh, yeah, of course. So, no, yeah. you know, yes, you used to have actual graders who would come in and mark you and you might lose TPE if it's not good. Or you might earn TPE because it is like a really good... Like nope, good nope, there's a cap of six. Same idea, oh, there's oh, a cap of six. Oh, so it starts, and you at, can lose. it starts at six and then people grade from down yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. maybe it was like, you know, it started at like three and then like, oh, if it's really good, then it's... Oh, I six. guess that would depend on the, the philosophy of the grader. Mm -hmm. But what, kind of what you're saying about that stagnating, about not getting any better, about not actually trying um the updaters still pay attention to that and i know there are a few people who are clearly not trying anymore and are starting to get in trouble with the updaters mm -hmm. because yeah this graphic is poop, poop, poop. <laughs> it, it's poop, poop, poop. pants <laughs> and we gave them some actual feedback whether it was from reviews or dollar in a dream is the the head of pts he's been you know chief grader since forever and so still has that 
that eye for for work and you know they give them feedback and if it doesn't get better week after week after week they stop up they stop approving it yeah. and and you know making you try better and i can't i can't remember his name but i saw the other day some guy from the good old days came back did you oh, see that no he, he posted like a Thank you, VHL. I was here in the early days. I've been gone for a few years. I check in now and then, but you taught me how to graphic design, and now I am a professional sports oh. graphic designer. And I, I started drafting a comment and got pulled away to work and stuff and never commented, but I really wanted to because that's the goal. Yeah, of course. Like we're here for fun, but if you can legitimately use this space to develop a talent that you can transfer out in the real world, then that makes the time worth it. Yeah. I mean, it just all comes down to how you view VHL, mm-hmm. right? Some people view VHL as just like, I want my player to be a hall of famer. That's it. Yeah. Right? Like they, they, that, that's all it is. It's just STHS. I want my player to be the best high GM. I want to be top line minutes, top line PP, top line PK. I want to be the best. Yeah. That, that's it. Hockey. Yeah pure hockey you know pure hockey but some people do view this as like an actual like community and i think that's the way it should be viewed like you know you should be you know a part of the discord you should be in gen chat and you should you know have like find some friends through Mm -hmm. this whole uh place and you know through the forums you know you make your graphics you maybe get known in different ways and stuff like that like for me like i feel like i was a bit of an unknown i was i know like you know i was kind of known through dlm and stuff like that but the only way that i started getting known was to talk through gen chat and then Mm -hmm. from there i talked um through media spots i just made big media spots and that's how i found like my gm job and stuff like that but you joined because dlam because you already existed in a community like this and you understood the discord server world yeah no i mean like okay okay. i mean like you know i gotta shout out you know uh the the ehm community because you know that's where i came from i mean dlam does pull a lot of recruits from there i mean he does Good. And it's got enough. And it's got enough for TV. <laughs> Spread it out. That's true. I mean, he he was one of the. To be honest, Eno was one of the people that kind of recruited me. Like in 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 uh, our EHM thing, there is like a whole VHL. <laughs> like, oh, there's a whole so, channel. He's showing me. There's showed a whole me. channel. Yeah, it's like, in the fun zone. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it was pretty fun. So we do talk through there about VHL. But like for me, like I was never just like you know I was kind of like brush it off. Yeah, because I I was in SHL back like. Six. That's spit. <laughs> Full corner SHL. gas. Full corner gas level. But I was I was in the SHL six or seven years ago, and it was like I could kind of see the the kind of how it worked, but okay. I just could never get fully into it because it was such in like I was between high school and college. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going off the college. You know, I don't want any more responsibilities than I have to. But you know, seven years later, I'm in Budapest. Like you know, I'm kind of relatively settled down, and then I see Dylan talking about uh, you know VHL and how much he likes. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, and stuff like that. And I never would have come in here if it was just about just being the best player. Because like mm. the thing is, like you know, STHS is just randomized stuff, right? Like, you can never really guess how your player is going to be. You can only like, make the best player build you can. Yeah, but it's it's just but about you the came in eyes wide open because yeah. you've seen uh, SHL. Yeah, and I always like hearing people's you know origin stories. We are all heroes in our own story, and and that's worthwhile. And I didn't, I didn't have that experience that you had. I didn't know what Discord was before I joined the VHL. Which is shocking. That's like right. boomer level type. Oh, stuff. I absolutely am boomer, and it's yeah. I forget it until I people point it out. I don't fight it. I 
Boom hard. Yeah. <laughs> Boom hard. <laughs> that'll, that'll be your next player name. Boom hard. <laughs> Boom hard. <laughs> it works for Gunnar Odinson. Yeah. Um, fucking Gunnar Odinson. So I don't. I couldn't even tell you how I found VHL. Probably maybe you read it. It was pandemic time. Things had just locked down. I was on the computer a whole lot. Oh yeah. But when I found it, the thing that attracted me and coming back to reviewing and grading and all of that is that I really like writing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've written, you know, toot your own horn. I read some pretty good media spots, but I, <laughs> I had finished grad school like a year ago. And so for the last nine years of university, I was used to reading and writing with 70% of my time. Yeah. And I, I really like it. I'm, I'm a good writer. I find joy in it. I communicate best in the written word. And to see, you can't just write. Like but that's, I mean, just roll it back to reviews. I don't think you would be as good of a writer if you didn't have yeah. professors, you didn't have people to review you and say, yep. this is what I like and don't like. My very first media spot in VHL was like a very big media spot about me doing a interview with um, Mexican Cow, who was the Yukon GM. Right. And then from the inside, who was the AGM for Yukon. Cool. Um, my my very first media spot as well, and it, like I formatted it, I made it like so like Mexican was was in blue text, and nice. from the inside was in red. And it was all clearly formatted, and like all the reviews were was like ten out of ten, nine out of ten. I love the fact that you put it each into different colors. I love the formatting. It's like okay, yeah, I learned that through like years of being like you know taught that formatting mm-hmm. means like everything when you're reading media, like when reading like you know your your stories and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like if yours is just hard to read if it's just a one block of text you won't it, it's awful you won't. it's hard to read through it and you just eventually don't yeah yeah so your formatting is still top notch yeah but i needed a purpose mm-hmm. right and we're and and you know we're gonna come to our next segment eventually we keep getting very close <laughs> to it but beck and i have been talking a lot about purpose and legitimacy mm-hmm. and the vhl gave me a reason to write yeah sure i could like i don't know write about the Toronto Blue Jays that I like a lot without an audience, without a purpose, just for my own whatever. But to have to write, to get to write about something tangible that's sitting in front of me and getting rewarded with six TPE for it mm-hmm. gave me a purpose. And I just really found a lot of joy in writing. Yeah. And that led to podcasting. Yeah. Always wanted to podcast. I talk a lot i have oh, opinions no you don't um, talk yeah, a lot you shut up all. i'm talking no. <laughs> <laughs> and so like i would never have a reason to podcast without the vhl yeah yeah i've got thoughts but i would just scream it into the void about the climate change yeah. and, and nobody would listen they wouldn't care because mm-hmm. i don't have you guys uh, but See, that, that's that the commissioner skill. loves all of you guys is what he said yeah. oh, it gave God. me a purpose to do something that i always wanted to do that I wouldn't have done without the VHL. Yeah. I think that, I think that's a lot of people for the VHL as well. Because like so. Because the thing is too is like you know same here where it's like a lot of my days like okay I always have VHL on the mind like okay this week I have to earn this much much TPE I need to check how the Sims went I need to check how things have been going on overall mm-hmm. for both like what's going on in my team Discord what's going on in the general Discord you know and then like the subsets of VHL as well. Uh, I went into town of Salem the one time. had had an amazing time. It was really great. I I'm 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 been really busy as a late so I, I don't want to go into the next one. But it's one of those things where it's on the back of my mind. Like 
oh, am I going to it next time? Because yeah. I've done it again. Because Gus is the best. Yeah, yo, dude, Gus is amazing. I mean, Davos number one, you know, back in the playoffs, <laughs> David! baby. Yeah. Back in the playoffs, baby, first time in 10 seasons. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's like, you know, I think everyone has their subsets of VHL, and it comes from VHL as a, as a whole. Mm. I would have never got into League of Legends unless I went to D.C., you know, talked to me about League of Legends. I finally got into it. I hate my life now because of League of Legends. Uh, I can't Q move. move. Q move. Oh, my God, you're inting. Oh, my God, you're so bad. Uh, you know, the... Like, you know, it makes me hate myself. But at the same time, I would not have found that community without, you know, VHL at its center. Mm -hmm. And I think that is VHL for a lot of people. And I think that's Simleys for a lot of people. But I don't think that's what gets you. That's what hooks you. Oh, yeah. Right? It's the community. It's the French we made. It's yeah. the Discord server. It's that's what, what makes you stay. You. Yeah. And, you know, when we're doing recruiting, we're talking about this today when the, the VHL ad just dropped. And I... Yep loaded it but didn't show it to you the, yeah the, the the guy yeah with the thing um the soccer fan reacts to to goalie saves so had our, soccer uh, that's what the title says that's what i know are i know you, are, you, are you sure it doesn't say I football know. fan like we're in europe true we're, europeans and man football amazing you play with your foot and you kick a ball yes i hate american hand egg you <laughs> use your oh, hands God. and it's hand shaped egg. like an egg american turkey skin Ugh, happy thanksgiving <laughs> But that's that's what keeps you. But you have to find that purpose to get you here in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so for you, it was the hockey. And for me, it was the writing. And yeah. for this guy who just came back, it was the graphic design. And so yeah, it's really cool to see people still kind of stay on that train. Mm -hmm. We saw Jay Hattie, who's who's town of Salem boy of mine. Yeah. Um, Jay Hattie commented and said, like, you inspired me. I've been down the same path. I started off in high school and I'm working towards graphic design because the VHL gave me a purpose to become an artist. Yeah, it gives you an outlet of sorts of like yeah. being able to actually like put yourself out there. So like if you are a graphic designer mm -hmm. and you really want to like show your stuff and you get TB for it, what is the better thing to do? You put that out. And yep. then maybe, you know, other graphic designers in the VHL, that they reach out for you. Because, like, there are a lot of people here that are amazing. Very good. Like, shout out to Boom. When I was in Toronto, Boom got brought in to Toronto, and he made graphic sigs for every oh, single player. The Toronto Social Club. Yeah, the Toronto Social oh. Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's one. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Th that's one for another podcast. But, but the league noticed. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know about that project. Yeah. Every single Toronto player got a graphic sig from Boom, and Boom was just like, choose a player, I'm, I'm gonna make you sick. And it was amazing, cool. it was so cool. And he's like one of the best people to make sigs for as well. And like, I was like, I was so happy. I'm like, this is amazing. Like this, this is not just like, oh, it's just a random sig. I was like, oh, this looks good. Yeah. So it was one of those things where like, you know, you, you find your outlet through VHL. And I think that's like, I, I think that's a big part about it as well. Yeah, and, and I, I think, think people sell themselves short. Like, oh, I just make GFX, right? But yeah. that's that's art. Oh, of course. That you are an artist. Yeah. And I've spent like a few years working at a museum where we had an art gallery and this is art. Yep. And you know, Blade says she's not an artist because she didn't finish art school or, you know, didn't study color theory or whatever. But when I see, you know, D Lamb pumping out amazing stuff, Eno is crazy. so good. We have my SIGs are from Gorlab rest in peace and frank and they are pieces of art oh no it's, it's, one, it's one of those ones where like you just know it's almost yeah. it's almost like like almost like tattoos where you like you find your design and you're like okay 
I want that. Like yes. I, 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 I need that. Yes. And like when you see that for your player, where you're like, yeah, this makes me my player. Like my sig right now is literally one from DLM because he made it out of the blue, and I'm like, the the player card. Yeah, I was like, that's sick. And he's just like, he didn't even tell me about it or anything like that. Click on the the Monday at. And uh, to go to the post lower uh, lower second claim yeah, Mon- okay. I'll go to that one um, but uh, yeah it was it was one of those things where it's just out of nowhere he didn't tell me about it but I'm like I I love it it was yeah. it was one of those things where I'm like it works for me and that's the thing like for art a lot of people like okay art doesn't work for everybody it's mm-hmm. all subjective whatever yeah yep. nothing's objective about it and I think that's what a lot of people miss out on it's like mm-hmm. okay if someone says it's bad and one person says it's it's good just focus on the 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 context of what it is if the bad person is just saying just bad stuff just because it like they can say bad stuff mm-hmm. whatever if the good person is actually putting into context the thing that they love about it the thing that they hate about it focus on that and yeah. also vice versa yeah if it's just a good if the good like reviewer the good um you know um stuff that it, people says about your graphics if it's literally just your friend being like yeah that's awesome that's great and that that's it it's like thanks yeah cool like you know, that makes me feel better because it's my friend and i know they're hyping me up but if the bad review the bad like you know someone saying something bad about your graphics constructive. and it's constructive right like that that's the whole part about you know mm-hmm. putting out stuff like this whether it's media spots whether it's graphics whatever it may be yeah if you take into context what they're saying and it's not just you know, saying bad stuff to say bad stuff, not saying good stuff to say good stuff, and that's it. And the most important part, if you respect their opinion and agree, yes. right? If they say your colors are crap and you look at it and say, no, I like those colors, don't yeah. don't take their advice. That's cool. Yeah. That's your art style. I mean, and and that's, that's the whole thing, too. It's like, look, everyone has different art styles. Yeah. There's not one same person in this world, which means there's not one same art in this world. Mm-hmm. You create what you want to create, and if that's your style, you just stick with it. And if people don't like it, they don't like it. Yeah. But you just stick with it. If that's something that you know in your heart, that is it. But you read it, you think about it, and you take that lens and apply it to your work. Like if they say my font isn't working, no. let's just take a step back. You know, Don't take it personally. Look at my font and say, oh, yeah, I can't really see the G in dragons. Yeah. That's not working. Next time, I should try. Right, I'm looking at your sig right now. The yeah. G and dragons. Yeah, the G and dragons. Yeah. The whole text is in black, yeah, but because it's... the G bleeds over to the white jersey, mm-hmm. DLAM flipped the color into like a green so that it would pop out so yeah. you could see it. And the it matches only... the green in the background. Yeah, but the only part is the G that way yeah. it doesn't fully pop out. But like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it doesn't completely disrupt the graphic, but it is something to look forward to next time, right? Like, Oh, you don't you... like it? No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, because no, no. if you left it black, it wouldn't... You, it would be hard to see. Oh yeah, of course. But it, it's one of those things where it's like you take into, like, your next graphics. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that people say, like my graphics are awful. Like, <laughs> but I do look at the reviews because I'm like, I do want to improve. Yeah, I want to be better next time, so I don't keep making shit tier graphics. You know, grapefruit tier graphics. Uh, you could say, shout out to you know, pal. <laughs> But at the same time, you write excellent media spots. Your formatting still like makes them more red than others because it's easy. Humans like the path of least resistance. Yes. So you get to do graphics for fun. Yeah, exactly. And we're, you know, we're running out of time on this segment, but next time we're going to talk about doing <laughs> things for fun. I was going to say, we're going to finally talk about VHFL because <laughs> that's the next topic that we... VHL suggests. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. But you get to do art, the artwork for fun because, you know, if, when you need the teeps, 
you can crush out 2000 words and you're safe yeah, for boom. a month. I mean, that that's the thing. It's like you can, when you're good at something or when you feel comfortable with something, you can just do that free will, whatever. You can do that Monday morning, pop yeah. it out, be good for the week. But if you actually want to do something for fun, if you want to do something creative, like for me, like I have my 2000 word media spot that I could claim for this week, but we have this podcast, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where we're doing it for fun. Oh, we better stop it at 30 minutes because I only need one more claim this season. Ooh, Ooh, no more, oh, no more, no more. Yes. Got to get groovy dude up to like what? Like a rubber wrestling. Give me the most. Oh, God. What are you at? TPE wise right, right now? Right. And then sometimes you just get in a creative mood. Sometimes you are Gore Lab 17 blunts deep at two in the morning and just want to art. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's all depends on like your, your, your frame of mind and what mood you are in right like you could do what you're comfortable in you could do something out of your comfort zone and the point is as we're running out of time we have a few seconds left mm -hmm. you find the thing that brings you joy yes if you're here and not having fun with point tasks you won't be here yeah of course not so either doing the thing that you're good at that you want to do more of like me writing or finding the thing that you're not good at and want to be better at like juices graphics you need to find a reason to be here. You need to find a reason to have fun. Otherwise, you're going to burn out and leave. Oh, of course. And I think that's the staying power of VHL. Is yeah. that we're all here to have fun. There's so community. many different ways to do things. Talk, write, art, Discord, Jackbox, League. Have fun. Break. This segment is sponsored by the DC Dragons. Feeling like a loser? No, you tried really hard. We'll give you a bonus point. Wait, what? Thank you to our sponsors again. And you know what? Sorry to the audience. We've been teasing some segments this whole time. We did really want to get to VHL Suggests. That's a big project that I took the lead on to show that, yeah, the summer's been a kind of slow. We, we've the word that's been tossed around is stagnant and we wanted to get the ideas from the membership because believe it or not even though i'm a blue i genuinely care about what you think about no me. there's no way and i'll show you how much i care about what you think about by uh skipping the segment <laughs> <laughs> exactly. what a blue thing to do am i right guys i promise i promise i promise to listen okay bye yeah and uh yeah good night everybody yeah, yeah. So it truly, it is that time of night where we shut things down. Yes. Um, I, I kind of blame uh, our sponsor, Dre Hair. I kind of, I kind of blame that. I think uh, it's a, uh, it's been one of those nights. I think you know. It is seven p.m. <laughs> it yes. has certainly been one of those nights. And we started at like four. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know we've took some breaks, and I know this is all cut together. But we, we've been here for three and a half hours cutting this together. This one hour of content took far much more work <laughs> than you know than TPE were getting for it. And surprising because we didn't think that we'd even be able to start this. We did a test. We we found out that the microphone was somehow a lot better than we thought. But uh, yeah, we're it's... recording this on one single MacBook sitting beside each other. Yes. Yeah, you're no. right. This started as a mic test. Yeah, this was a mic test turned into, hey, I think this could work. And then somehow it did. I mean, so well, we sat on the couch and we were having these conversations and you're right in the middle of talking about Toronto's rebuild. And I said, stop. Yeah. We should record this. Yeah. What we have to say is really important. Yeah. 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 Like, you guys have probably missed out about like 20 to 30 minutes of content of just us just, just randomly talking VHL. And we're like, hey, why not? If it works on the Mac without any microphone, we just use it in the webcam mic. 
Yeah. We can make it into a podcast, right? Yeah, we'll set up our OnlyFans where you get that exclusive content where we just shit talk all the worst teams in the league. Yes, no more nude content on OnlyFans. Oh. You know, you know, it, it, it is, it's just us. VHL know. uncut. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for your time. Yes. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you yes, had yes. a lot of fun. We'll do it again when we don't have to claim it again. Or yeah. we won't because the one theme that we wanted to hit home that we've been talking about all day but didn't ever communicate to you is that do things for fun. Yeah, but also TPE matters, everybody. TPE, we did this for fun. Yeah, TPE whores unite. Let's get a yeah. Uh, see you next time. Uh, later. Take a shake a drag. Take a shake a drag.